Story on the go, episode 9. Today we met up with Adam Remetanching, also known as Czech Strings, a 24-year-old music producer from Czech Republic currently based in Copenhagen, Denmark. He has been making music for 9 years and has worked with artists such as Lord Esperanza, Annette X, Separ, Maniac, Phobia Kid and others since. Adam was around music since he was little. Before he began his classical music training, his mom already used to take him to classical music concerts. All of this contributed to solid foundation for him to start pursuing a music career. This year, Czech String is planning to release short EP featuring selection of his favorite artists from Czech Republic and Slovakia. Follow his social media for updates and amazing content. Today podcast brought us again in the city center of Copenhagen, specifically to the place called Cafe Fiol. Cafe Fiol is a place with amazing atmosphere. After we spoke with owner of the place, the best way how to describe it would be to cite him. He said, if you go there in the underwear, he will not care as long as you respect each other. He really wants to create this place of respect for each other and equality for everyone who goes there, no matter who you are, no matter where you come from. This ends up really working out for him and he built a nice place to have a coffee, snack, or even a good food. Definitely gonna check it out if you are in Copenhagen or if you live in a Copenhagen, you know where to find it. Also, don't forget to mention, if you have a place where you think we should go next, whether it's a bar, coffee place, or another facility, something interesting you would like to share, let us know, drop us a comment or a mail and we will make it happen. Adam, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. You have a big history in music and it's your field of interest and we are pushing really hard to excel in it. How did this all happen? All the way looking back, what were the mm. first moments when you realized that you are into music and what step did you take on the journey to become producer as well? Well, first let me start by saying that thank you for saying that I have a big history. I still feel like I'm just starting, you know. Mm. Um, it's been nine years since I uh, started producing, you know, making beats. Uh, but you know like my history with music in general it's way longer than that mm -hmm. you know I think that it all started when I was small when mm -hmm. I was like uh, five and uh, six I don't know something like that because uh, my mom uh, even before I started to go to school mm -hmm. she uh, she would take me to uh, concerts because she's a big fan of classical music so I was like five, six, seven, and like we would go to uh, classical music concerts every week or every two weeks, you know, like a lot, a lot, to see the orchestra and, you know. Yeah, and after that, I guess, um, well, the, then I, um, I started to go to primary art school, primary art school, um, to play uh, the cello. So oh, you play cello? Yeah, nice. I did, I did for, uh, well, I want to say 13 years, something like that. Yeah, it was a really long time. It's been also a little bit longer than the usual because I started really small and like the first one or two years, they say that they don't really count it. So it's like year zero, you know, sort of. So I had like one or two years zero. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that's what I did for a long time. Um, and I guess all this, you know, made me just realize that it's something that I really enjoy, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so when I was 15, uh, that's that's when uh, when um, like um, this thing happened when I found an old keyboard at home. <laughs> it was it was a really uh, 
it was a shitty one but um you know it it it, it did the job i mean uh, you could play the keys you can select some sounds which weren't so good but mm -hmm. i mean uh the whole point was like the experience you know like it's it was the first time that i was like that's actually cool like to you know to play an instrument in a way that you can also record it mm -hmm. <coughs> but it was more more difficult than that because you couldn't record into the keyboard because it was really uh an old one uh it wasn't midi um uh, it was uh, it, it it had to be connected to the computer uh, via like microphone input so it was like a really shitty way of doing it but it, it was just to try out and like to fool around how and, old were you um, how old were you when 15 15 okay mm -hmm. um, so yeah I just remember trying stuff out with this for a while and you know uh, with that also came like uh, me being interested like oh actually you know like how do people make this type of music or like music in general like electronic music and so I uh, looked for the programs that people do it in and I tried a few ones before settling in uh, FL through the loops um, and that's where I really started to to do beats you know um, but in the in the beginning I, I used the keyboard I used the keyboard sounds which were like uh, not high quality and mm. um, super vintage but also not the good vintage if you know what I mean um, it just wasn't so good but you know uh, that's how I started um, and then you know gradually I um, I looked up how you can also use like virtual instru instruments, w which are a huge part of making music mm -hmm. um, in like the new era. Um, and so I started using that, and uh, pretty soon I kind of dropped the old keyboard, you know. But um, I always remember it as that was yeah. like the entering thing, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's it's cool. I I actually I don't know where it ended. I would I would love to find it. Actually, um, this just reminded me that I will try to find it next time I'm in Czech. Because mm -hmm. um, yeah, for the listeners who don't know, you know, of course, before I was living in Czech, you know, so this happened all in Czech. Um, yeah. So that's that was the start, I guess. That's you know? the beginning. And <coughs> how was the first phases with? entering the more of a business fair of music or like speaking to uh, or mm -hmm. making music for bigger names or how was actually also being when you were when was the first time you've been approached by someone okay well that's um, a few questions there um, and I, I would also like to clarify because um, it's just actually recently uh, that um, I heard from another producer in um, in, in the US that oh. I know um, that he was describing that there is actually two sides of uh, music in a way because you said music business and there is music business and music industry and mm -hmm. that is uh, I mean of course it, it, it depends from which point of view you talk about it or you see it but um, as I see it and as he described it and it totally makes sense it's two different things because uh, music business is if you're making on yourself um, mm -hmm. and you are a company sort of and you are providing a service to someone right you oh, are I see, I see. you're selling um, something to someone 
uh, not necessarily with the connection so it's more as a transaction you know mm -hmm. um, I do the music and I get paid you know but I don't necessarily get to know the person at all or maybe I don't even you know um, hear or want to hear the end result it's so so that's one approach and then there is the music industry which is the opposite and that's about building relationships with uh, artists um, and so I just wanted to make this make this clear because you said music business and I would say that uh, the whole time I'm, I'm pushing the music industry mo more um, than the music business mm -hmm. um, I mean there are times when I'm when I also tried to go in the business direction um, and um, I still didn't decide that I don't want to do it um, so um, I might you know start focusing on it more as well mm -hmm. but uh, for now it's about you know um, connecting with people you know and finding people to work with mm -hmm. um, <coughs> and to your question that I forgot already oh, no worries. how was or when was the first time you got maybe a gig or somebody approached you or yeah. how would be um, the beginnings for people who for example like me who mm -hmm. don't know anything about music in, mm -hmm. in a situation of music industry mm -hmm. how how were those beginnings mm. well that's very very difficult to describe i guess as well because um it all kind of seems like um it, it just happens <laughs> that's <know>? so sweet though. <laughs> but i mean of course like <clears throat> after certain amount of year it just happened um well i mean so as i said we can do like a breakdown mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. i'm making music for nine years now yep. um i started in april i remember that month mm. <laughs> so it's a little bit over nine nine years now uh -huh. um and let's say the first two three years would be me trying out me learning you know like the craft uh me really uh you know, figure out, figuring out how to even do it, you know, mm -hmm. how to make uh, the music that I want to make, um, realizing what music do I want to make, uh, the, all the technical aspects, like how do I make, uh, how do I make it not sound super whack, you know, yeah. um, and then like gradually better and better. And I guess like the first three to five years, well, really, three, four, I would say, would be this, finding your self, not yourself, but finding, you know, your way around making music. Um, and after that, um, well, in my case, um, I had some people that I, you know, always admired. Um, in the beginning, it was more also... Um, national um, scene so in Czech uh, in Czech Republic and Slovakia uh, I had some people that I, I listened to when I uh, started making music um, like uh, bigger guys over there you know um, and um, so I always you know I always wish like oh damn I wish I could work with this guy and this guy and then then that that group and and so on you know that singer mm -hmm. Um, and so I guess um, I just tried to, you know, reach out to some people. But in the beginning, it was, you know, um, not so known people, you know, so many people <coughs> in, in my city, you know, um, 
also not very good artist, you know, like looking back, you know, but that's just how it was. Um, you have to start somewhere, right? Yeah, then it was also, then there is also like the stage when like, if you have friends who also get interested, like they maybe also be like, oh, uh, let me also try to do something, you know? So I also, um, I'm not gonna name anything or anyone, but um, I also had a friend with whom we've uh, tried to do some music together, mm-hmm. uh, but he was a complete uh, beginner beginner as me, you know? But you know, all these like small experiences, it just, you know, it, it contributes to something better and bigger. Um, and I guess at some point, um, I think that the breaking point kind of for me was, um, well, well, now I have to think for a bit because uh, I don't really know the chronology of things. Take your it, time. It's like between the third and fifth year when I was making music, it was... <coughs> Well, okay, so at some point I met this, like, uh, guy um, also in my city and he already rapped for a longer time. Mm-hmm. So with him we really, like, started to connect, you know, mm-hmm. and I I started to go to t- over to his place, you know, and we started to do music together. Um, and so that was one step in the direction that also like gave me the confidence of like hey maybe i can really try to you know reach out to people by myself already mm-hmm. so what i also started to do is i um well this might seem lame but i actually also heard that it worked for other people and i can just confirm it i started to go to concerts um and i started to be uh, um you know i'm an introvert but i started to push uh, you know myself a little bit in you know trying to get to know people um, I was never really good at it but uh, at some point I did um, manage to uh, connect with one of the artists again I think I don't want to rename who that is um, and was this sorry for interruption but was this artist on concert who you went to or just yeah. somebody in the audience uh, no, it was one of the performers. Okay. Yeah, uh, we kind of, um, you know, I kind of messaged him beforehand, and I was like, uh, "Hey, can I, can I maybe uh, come backstage and play the other artists some beats, or you know, give them my USB stick with music or something like this?" Really uh, mm-hmm. old school kind of style, <coughs> you know. Um, I don't think that many people do it like that anymore. It's cool because you know, in person you shine more. So yeah, like all of us but do. Also for is me, just yeah, no face. So. Yeah, but for me also it was more difficult because, as I said, I I do. I mean, I didn't understand it then, but I I, I definitely am uh, more an introvert than an extrovert. So for me it was uh, hard, uh, and it was a challenge, but. It was still, you know, I'm still glad I, I pushed myself to do this a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So this is how I was starting out. And um, I guess the, the the breaking point sort of for me when the scene, if you can say in Czech and, and Slovakia, <coughs> started to notice, notice me a little bit more was, um, I think it was around 2013 when I reached out to my guy Kendemain mm-hmm. um, in Czech Republic. Um, I just shoot a message to him on Twitter, you know, uh, a tweet or a DM. I'm I, I'm not sure. Maybe it was a tweet actually. 
like uh, something very simple like hey I liked um, something you released um, I don't like I do remember the track but whatever that's not relevant here uh, can I send you some beats or how do I do it or whatever and uh, he just said yeah just send me some beats to this email um, and I did and uh, he reached out back you know and um, he was like super cool because until then you know everybody was kind of like undermining me you know um, you know also like family like I remember yeah uh, my mom she wasn't like uh, so supportive in the beginning you know she was always supportive in me playing the cello and you know um, in the classical training uh, but you know I always told her like since I started really like since I was uh, 15 I was like yeah mom but this is what I want to do like I you know I really found myself in this I knew it like instantly I think in the first year that I started I was like yeah this is what I'm gonna do and you know nice nine years later I still feel the same way yeah. about it so it's like uh, it's not one of those things when uh, you're a teenager and you're like oh I'm gonna do this and then like after a year or two you you'll give up on it or something so I get it that my mom thought that that's the case but it wasn't uh, but anyways, back to the topic uh, with uh, my man Kendemain from from Czech Republic. Um, he reached out back to me, and he really liked some of the beats, and he wanted to use them. in In that time, he was mm -hmm. uh, still active in music. Nowadays, not so much anymore. And um, yeah, so so he said he wanted to use some of the beats. Then what happened is that one of the beats that he actually used, uh, it made uh, the cut for, for a project by um, um, Slovakian uh, magazine Refresher. Mm -hmm. um, maybe you are aware of it. I'm heard, I've heard of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, in this time it was still more niche than it is right now. Right now I think it's... I think it's the biggest, no? At least online yeah, it one, is super, definitely. Yeah, it's super popular. But back then it was uh, more niche for the... Um, hip-hop um, and fashion uh, community streetwear and all that connected uh, and uh, yeah what I was saying yeah so so this track by Ken Domain it made the cut onto like a compilation CD that they were making and it actually even got like a physical release so uh, that was my first uh, real track that like uh, was released and I, I got the physical CD and um, I got paid and you know everything was super smooth and I was like oh damn maybe you know this uh, this is going some some direction and you know then like these similar events uh, happened you know I could take it through more but I feel like it would take too much time mm. um, and it always just kind of gives me back like the the notion of um, you know, maybe this is really uh, yeah. going places. Yeah, or like it was a good decision to pursue this, and you know, because sometimes I do feel like, it, you know, well, it really comes in waves. Uh, sometimes it's more often, sometimes uh, it's more than a year. But I do have times when I'm like, oh shit, like I'm not sure if I should be doing this music music thing, you know, and. Uh, uh, and so, but then somehow, man, it just sounds like uh, I would be, uh, you know, making like uh, this sound like magic or whatever. Uh, but, you know, in a way, 
I always, when I feel like this, uh, it even happened like uh, recently, I felt like a bit down for making music for like a month or two. Uh, and then like after that, you know, uh, some guys reach out to me like, like, hey, I started to work on this, you know, thing and it always like gets me back on track, you know, so that's, uh, it, it that's that I guess. I hope I, I uh, fulfilled, uh, you know, I answered your question yes. in a way. Yeah, definitely, definitely. The, this goes back to when you're having a bigger goal it's always nice to give yourself a small milestones on the way so you can you, you kind of get you can appreciate those small moments where mm -hmm. which you achieved towards the bigger goal because then exactly as you say it keeps you on a track mm. do you right now have a final goal like something you would want to be mm. or or you know just doesn't need to be final final probably mm -hmm. uh, you're not gonna finish after this goal you're gonna continue make a new mm -hmm. one but do you have something set in stone that this is what i aim for and mm. then you probably you're gonna change it or whatever yeah i do i do uh, my next milestone is to uh, make a project of my own mm -hmm. um it would be probably an ep um so a short uh, short album mm. uh, you know maybe three to five tracks really short one but it's it is as you said one of the mi milestones that I always wanted to do and I feel like the the time would be right you know okay. so when you're building when you're making EP mm -hmm. of those let's say five songs you as a producer would not make vocals so they do make no. the music mm -hmm. how would you go about making the vocals to the songs or would you even make them or it would be just uh, music itself how does that work so if i understand you're asking me if i am planning to do an instrumental ep or if it would be ep with some other artists correct uh well um i do want to do both uh, eventually but uh right now i'm um I'm planning to do the one with uh, artists on mm -hmm. it um, and so I guess the question was also how do I go about it well so I do have uh, certain people that I've already reached out to and uh, we, we spoke about it and I already also got a few uh, approvals mm -hmm. that, that they would uh, be part of this but it's still a long process ahead I mean I don't want to say even you know when is it gonna happen? I mean, it uh, would be really cool if I can make it this year. Uh, that's like what I kind of plan. But uh, the process takes really long and um, longer than you can expect. Mm. Um, I mean, it also depends. It doesn't have to take long. But I guess I also want to, uh, you know, mm, push myself to do to do the best you know mm -hmm. uh, because I, I already had um, maybe like 10 um, beats that I thought like oh I'm gonna use it and then like after a few weeks I, I felt like oh this is not good enough I mean it is good but you know I feel like I can do better you know um, and recently I thought I had uh, like one instrumental already uh, but um, and it's very close to what I would be satisfied with, but right now I also think think I'm I'm gonna um, not I'm not gonna use it. Um, so yeah, it's still in the concept um, stage. When you are developing a song, 
you can't really estimate how long it's gonna take, right? Or I, I can. can you? you can. Mm -hmm. So how long does it normally take you to make a song, or how long it or would no, take? What, what, what do you mean? Do you mean how long is the track itself? If it's like two, three, four no, minutes? No, 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 no. I'll decide right now. I want to make a song. Can I make it in a week? Can I make it in a year? Um, you know, that's my question. Yes, you can do it, mm -hmm. but uh, it not it doesn't always work. Um, I mean, like it is of course it is it is even possible to say we will make a song in the next two hours, you know. Uh, but then, like you are kind of, I mean, it can be good and bad. Uh, you are pushing yourself to like um, you're not not pushing yourself, challenging yourself to do something in like a limited time frame. So it actually it might go both ways mm -hmm. you might do something extraordinary extra, extra i'm not gonna say that, that word extraordinary <laughs> <laughs> you can make something um, you can make something really good or you can make something really uh you know worse than you would usually do especially if you use a lot of time making music mm -hmm. so Yes and no, I guess. There is no uh, clear every answer. Pe every people really. has a different. Yeah, yeah and every song is different as well. Uh, there are songs where uh, the instrumental part, the, the beat that I made, was done in 15 minutes, 20 minutes. I even have one song that I did on the way to school, you know. Really? Uh, nice. on, on a train, you know, and that's like a 20 minute ride. And I think that nothing else. I maybe added like small details afterwards in the studio when finishing and recording the song with the artist, but that, that was it, you know. And there were also songs where, you know, it also depends if you, if you're, how you work with the artists, if, if the artist uh, is gonna use some uh, lyrics that he has already uh, written mm -hmm. uh, beforehand, or if uh, you go to the studio and, and he starts to write it from the scratch. Or then you also have uh, it's another type of, of um, well rappers um, in in um, in particular uh, that don't even write at all. They would just go straight in the recording booth mm -hmm. and they would uh, record, you know. And some would do it like line by line. Some would even do like a half verse, half verse. So would some would like freestyle the whole song, and yeah. it's crazy, you know. Some people. But yeah, that's, there is no formula. It's no, there is no estimate. And I think that even if you like Google, like how how long does it does it make it to make a song? I think that you cannot find the answer or that's the right. same answers. Mm -hmm. You know. Let's have a question from the audience. What kind of advice would you give to somebody who is just starting out with production, like music production? Mm. Like one piece of advice, if I have to choose one, yeah. or in general? So uh, four of them. You can, whatever <laughs> you feel is more valuable for the... <coughs> I would say, uh, well definitely make sure that it's, it really is something that you want to do. And that you want to do it for the sake of doing it and not for... Uh, any accolades or anything that comes with it, you know, because it's it might take a very long time before you get not even like you know achievements or like paid or anything, but it might take a long even uh, before you first hear someone saying like oh this is good, you know, it take me a, a few years for someone like 
Of course, I don't, I don't, I don't mean like friends. You know, friends gonna always tell you it's good. But you know, also that's that that is good, but it's not constructive. You know, for you. So it is also good, and that I guess also comes with what I said. You also need to be prepared that in the beginning, and like also again, it might take a few years. Um, if you do have people, and it's good to find people that can actually give you constructive feedback, um, they will probably tell you that it's that it's shit or what what is shit about it. Like I mean, of course, if somebody just tells you that's shit, then then again, that's also not uh, constructive. But um, you need to be ready for that as well. So um, I guess you need to be ready for both, and you shouldn't go in it for the reason that you gonna be good overnight and that uh, everybody gonna love it you know straight away and that you're gonna be the best and that you know you're gonna get money um, and achievements and whatever so I guess that the mindset is very important but you know also it depends because you said a person who is getting into production it also depends what's your motivation or you know uh, I don't know if that's you personally or in general, but uh, you know it depends on the motivation uh, because there are people who want to do it just for fun or who um, you know just want to try out you know and see. But if you like, if you want to um, do it for real, you know, then you should do it for real, like from the start, you know. Um, and I guess in the beginning you just need to work on yourself, you know. Um, I, I still, until now, I feel like I have so much to learn, but I mean, um, the first few years for me, it was crazy. I would, I would, yeah, I wouldn't study to school. I had bad grades. I would just make music after I came back uh, from school. I wouldn't go to school and I would make music. Um, I wouldn't hang out with friends. I would make music, you know. Then, of course, at some point, you know, uh, this changes a little bit because, um, I mean, some people can do this for their whole life, but I think for me, it's I also do want to have a life, you know. So, at some point, I started to, you know, use a little bit less time on it, um, on, on like perfecting the craft, you know, um, and also more, um, uh, well, also just being, you know, um, social. Um, both in terms of like music and non non music related because you also need that. One more question early on. We noticed that you have some tattoos and it seems like they're related to music so mm -hmm. if you have any story behind that. Yeah, I mean I do have only two so that's nothing that special. Okay, so the first one is uh, this one. It's actually called an F-hole and let me explain what that means because it sounds a little bit weird but uh, you know when you look at um, at a string instrument like a violin, cello that I played or, uh, or bass, uh, they have these two uh, symmetrical signs called F-holes um, and without them the instrument wouldn't uh, work actually properly. And uh, the other one is uh, this guy, um, so for uh, if anyone from the Czech Republic would uh, probably uh, watch this. Uh, it's Beatrix Metana. Um, it's uh, our, I would say, well, you cannot really say national composer, but one of the most famous composers in Czech uh, history, also known around the world.
and uh, well there is more reasons why do I have this uh, the first one is because I was born on 2nd of March and that's where this when this guy was also born you know back in the back in the day um, so I always kind of you know since the moment that I realized this I think it was also around the time when I started I always uh, you know keep reminding me that you know maybe uh, know there's a reason why I you know got into music in the first place you know some <laughs> unknown reason like that connection. yeah whatever um, and then uh, also you know um, I do love his music as well yeah and yeah, I can I can say before um, also that um, a shout out to my tattoo artist in Czech um, uh, Max um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a link to his IG, uh, or I'm gonna give you guys the link to his IG, because he's talented and uh, yeah, he's doing all my tattoos so far. So nice. you seems to have only in Prague. In Prague, you you see you seem to have only classical tattoos, but you are more focused on the modern music. Are you thinking of having one of those as well? And if yes, what's the inspiration for that? Um. I'm not sure. Uh, the next tattoos that I have in my mind are actually either also again connected with classical music mm -hmm. uh, and uh, also just with me as a person and my life in general, uh, mm -hmm. not connected to music at all. So I, I get why you're asking about this. Um, but the reason why I wanted to carry with me uh, something like this um, and I do want to you know, have more of the same or similar is because um, I always want to remind myself you know, how everything started in a way you know? uh, because I think that without the, the fact that my mom would take me to concerts when I was really little you know, and when you're little you know, the brain develops the most uh, and and then I started to, you know, have a classical training in cello. Then I also played piano, uh, you know, and I learned how to compose, you know, uh, like classical music um, in basics, though, you know, um, and theory and history and everything. It's all these things, uh, you know, it shaped me as a person, you know, uh, musically. Uh, and it's important for me, you know, and since I don't really practice classical music uh, anymore, um, I just never want to forget about it. Um, and I always want to have a reminder for myself, you know, uh, whenever I look um, in the mirror or on my, on my body, you know, mm -hmm. so. Yeah. I'm very interesting about networking and this might be one of the last questions I would like to ask. Uh, how do you do you have anything specific how to network besides as you mentioned you go to the concert and you approach the artists well I don't really do that anymore no, so but when you, know. when you did for the beginners right mm. is there anything else you would recommend or any ideas you heard about from others which they did and it worked for them which you could pointing out or recommend for somebody who might be listening mm -hmm. because networking is in any business absolutely crucial especially in the music industry right mm -hmm. yeah that's true uh, well I guess uh, for me it's uh, it's hard to say because I feel like uh, 
Many times I was really lucky that I was at the right place at the right time, you know, so this cannot really be an advice, mm. but you know, just know that if you really want to do something and you believe in yourself and you are doing something for it, you know, that it might happen eventually, that, you know, happened for me more times, uh, but you know if i remember like what i was doing proactively um you know of course it's like sending a lot of emails um dming a lot of people on uh, social media and um i think what i want to say to the people is what i find the most important right now for me um and what i what i think is actually the best to do even from the start find as many people as you can that uh, do the same thing that you are doing mm -hmm. and uh, uh, are on like similar level you know not too uh, too much above you and not too much uh, under you uh, in the meaning of not being uh, way more advanced or you know total beginners maybe but you know if you're a beginner then of course find beginners if you are like a couple of years in you know try to find people that you know are a couple of years in as well you know uh, and it can be anything it doesn't necessarily have to be only uh, I don't know if I'm a producer it doesn't necessarily have to be uh, an artist or a producer it can be also um, people that do videos people that do um, um, I don't know anything really creative that goes hand in hand, um, you know, fashion, um, you know. But uh, of course, you know, if you if, if you do make connections uh, in the music with producers, artists, also audio engineers, or you know, uh, people who are like technical, um, can be also people who make concerts, um, booking uh, agents, managers, A and Rs. Um, you know, just just whoever who you can connect with, um, and really start like from people that you know, because you never know what kind of door it opens you. Um, you know, if you're introverted like me, uh, I still have problems with it um, until today. But I would just say to everyone, you know, you just have to push yourself because if you're gonna be introverted and not, you know put yourself out there at all you are simply not gonna make it you know um, and I still feel like I need to do it way more than I do but from my experience when I really I uh, I <laughs> sacrificed myself in a way uh, you know my uh, me as a kind of you know private uh, insecure person um, it always paid out you know in one way or another going out of comfort zone yeah mm -hmm. so i guess that would be the most important i think and um well nowadays or i mean it's been for a couple of years uh you know um everything is digital so you know you shouldn't be too much in your head about oh i live in this small city and nobody here you know makes music because that's that's BS, you know, like um, you can always find people online, you know, and there are like certain like techniques. How can you even find people um, like a good tip that I heard from more people is 
like you can use Instagram and you can search for people by hashtags. You can choose who follows your favorite artists because they will probably, uh, well, besides fans, there will be probably a lot of other artists who are trying to, you know, be like them. Um, and that works, you know, also on like music platforms like SoundCloud. I guess, That's I guess it. that was that was about that. Awesome. This was an an awesome talk about music with Chodan. I it it was a big pleasure to have you. And maybe we're gonna get get back to you when you have more stories to tell. Thanks for joining Definitely. us. Definitely. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening till the end of the show. If you have a cool story of a success or you know someone who has one, let us know and you might be the next guest. You can hit us up on our mail, ush.creativeagency at gmail.com. And if you think that we should host our podcast at your coffee shop, bar, restaurant or other facility, contact us and we'll make it happen.